Hello and welcome to Dicebreakers, a D&D podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Birdie, Mark, and Joe, my wonderful players. How are you doing after your little break? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Mince pie. Mince pie. I've got Mac. Mince pie. Indeed. You've got Mac it's and Mince pie. Back with sandwich. Let's get back into it. Is this something that you're familiar with, Greg? Skip. Skip. Missing that. I was on about last night. Uh, I was on about um, the other one. Anyway. Oh no, you were on about Quavers. Yeah. Mm. So, before the break, Ray found herself in the Feywild, uh, met, uh, having travelled in via Black Smoky Dragon and met the Wanderers, a group of three adventurers destined to travel the world and possibly help people out. At first, and still currently, they thought she, uh, Ray was responsible for murdering the entire town of Thornley. But yeah, that's still out on the jury, I think, a little bit. They traveled across the land trying to discover what exactly this little black pendant that had been uh, found around the neck of a dismembered uh, Lady Said was. They found Desirely Mellow, Desirely Mellow, a dark fairy elf who he helped. You know, they found him in a very disconcerting, colorless, cold dome of magic-ish, uh, and he explained to them that this is in fact a key for a prison, the prison being inside of the Dark Forest. They travelled across the Dark Forest, found the doorway, entered the key, went in, finding the guardian of the prison, a gigantic fucking snake. The snake asked for the password, they did not know the password, the snake put them all into a some sort of dreamy, unconscious state of some sort with big yellow gas times. They found themselves in a waking up in a pink crystal cave of some sort, maybe jail cells. They escaped by walking backwards. They found Ray's unfortunately deceased aunt with a very heartfelt letter that made Greg cry. And then they walked through into a tavern made of mimics with bottles with a very complex solution to get through the next door. Smash them all. They're currently standing in a big meadow of yellow coarse grass making dancing patterns tra- uh, across the distance the grass not them although they could be as well because of the cool breeze blowing across they've just been made aware of a humanoid figure in the very long, very large distance making a weird low moaning growling noise shambling towards them Uh, stop where you are. We're, we're, we're heavily armed. Uh, does somebody want to go and stop them? <clears throat> Not really. Oh, grasp the amulet and fly. <laughs> sure. You fly up in the air. Oh, bye. <laughs> fly well, over to the If thing. she'd done that in the first place, she'd have been able to get away and we'd never have caught her. Exactly why we shouldn't have tried to capture Then we'd be back in the inn by now with a nice flag in the veil. The creature, the humanoid figure, gets closer and closer, and as it gets closer, it's easier to tell that this figure has rotten blue flesh peeling off its gaunt figure, one eye hanging down from its socket, connected only by a retina, swinging gently left to right as it shambles forwards. Its clothes are ruined and muddy and torn in multiple places, and mostly not no longer serving the purpose they were made for. It's evidently going to take a while for this creature to get to you. Its pace is not rushed, 
probably not by choice, and it's sort of just shambling closer and closer, maybe, you know, at this point, a hundred feet away. Mm. Okay. I'll start wandering over. It's on the other side of the tower. No, the tower is, like, over back behind you. This is coming from the opposite direction. Okay. You wander over towards it. How close are you getting? We're looking for the fauna. How close are you Flora. getting? Flora! I'll, I'll fly right above uh, it. Right above it? I will get to 60 feet away from it. Okay. So you get about 60 feet away and shout across to it. It doesn't I'll, seem I'll to react. 65 feet away from it. <laughs> <laughs> but as, uh, as you're, like, hanging above it in the sky, Ray, it's sort of, like, sort of gets these arms which are obviously struggling with whatever muscle is left to sort of swipe at the air. <laughs> Trying to swipe at you. Well, obviously, you're too far out of its distance. <clears throat> All right. Can I make an arcana check or something to see what the fuck this is? Probably mean nature. That's the same thing for me, actually. <laughs> uh, I rolled a natural 13 plus 5, 18. Team, it's undead for sure. This card. thing doesn't seem to be like properly conscious. It's alive-ish, but it's undead and seemingly wants to try and hurt you. Mm. It's weird. I'm going over to the tower. As you start flying over towards the tower, the rest of you and and Ray, you would notice you hear a couple more of these noises. And there's another sort of three of them start to appear from the fog, not directly behind, a couple over to the right, one over to the left. I'm dashing to the tower, actually. And they start shambling over. <laughs> you start dashing towards the tower, the rest of you, I'm assuming, following me? Yeah. In front of. If if we go... My, my walk is 35 feet, so I'll be like... <laughs> I'll, I'll walk Broadly. with them, but as we go, I'll, I'll say, if, if we go by, like, the, the pattern that we've seen in this place, then... I, I think that we've got to do something with these creatures that we wouldn't normally think to do. Like as you're as you're talking, another five or ten start appearing at, in other random locations, more in like a circle around you now. No, that is going to take a little bit more time to give each of them a hug, as I was going to suggest. Cassie's <laughs> um, already on her way over to start giving one a hug. You walk over to one of them. Do you how, do you go all the way up to it? Until it starts trying to swipe at me, yeah. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> are you tentatively yeah. walking over towards it? Or are you just going uh, for it? Just going for it. You just go for it. You you go over, give it a big old hug. <gasps> as it goes, <laughs> and just shrubs straight into your neck, just taking out a flesh from your uh, from the side of you. Take a little bit of damage. <laughs> uh, you take... <laughs> 11 damage is like you're just now bleeding from your neck as you push it away. I don't think they want a hug! I'm so sorry, Cassie. I genuinely did not think that would happen. And now there's another, you know, 20, 30 have started appearing from the fog. It's now much louder drone. Ava rolled a natural one on common sense. <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's head on over to that tower then. I'm already there! Are you alright, Cassie? Ray's like circling around the top no, of it. No! I hurt! Okay. I will... I will jog over to Cassie and wrench her away and... Yeah, she's probably pushed it away already, but you sort of kick this thing away, it like falls to the ground, it's like so weak just snaps as it hits the ground. 
it's still chewing on this part of your hairy flesh. Uh, and more of them starting to get quite close to you at this point, you know, a good 10 or 20 sort of surrounding you. Uh, not completely, you know, sort of coming from the fog direction. I think with our, our speed, I think you might even be faster than me, uh, Cassie. Uh, we should have no problem getting away from them. Oh, for sure. They're going like five feet around or something. Yeah, they're, they're I going could. Really so you just sort of get up and like, let's leave now. Hop over towards the uh, the thing. And as you get over to the tower, you can see there's like hundreds of them. This noise from the distance just becoming unbearable as there's so many from above, Ray. You can, you know, there's obviously this like render distance fog all around, but you can see there's no stop to the amount of them are coming in. It's louder and louder and louder as they come towards you. You I'm get to the tower. Find a way in. <laughs> you get to the tower uh, and there is just a door in the tower. It's a wooden door in this very fancy i mean if you had more time you'd appreciate this rock has this lovely spider web of glowing blue cracks uh sort of through all like patterns through it this arc rock what's uh, going on at the top the it's just a tower you can't there's there is a hatch at the top uh it doesn't seem to have a handle uh, but it's just like uh, i think they're called crenellations at the, at the top of the tower i'm trying to eldritch blast the hatch yeah, you fire down this this fireball, and it just no no effect seems to have been made to this. And I'll fly down. Open the door at the bottom. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. You go for the door. It just opens straight away. You I run straight inside. In. You <laughs> run yeah. straight inside. Are the rest following, or are you waiting to see what happens? Oh, I'll, I'll follow him. Go you on. you step inside. Ray, you fly inside, and yep. Cassie goes in. Oh. You will pile in as this sound just getting closer and closer, slamming the door behind you. And you're expecting to see, you know, hexagonal stone walls, a bland interior of a tower. But in reality, you've walked into a dense, giant mushroom forest, and the door that you step through, nowhere in sight. Hell yeah! You recognize out of one of the mushrooms. <laughs> oh no, not that one. That one's bad. Roll me. Ooh, a I mean, something's happening to you no matter what. <laughs> 66. 66. Oh, it's over a 69. It could be fun. You take a bite out of a mushroom and recognize it as a calorine cider cap, which is named after the lightest brown color of the cap itself. It does not taste like cider. It just tastes a little bit like mushroom. This is the most dense. The, 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 the most common is these... Uh, Calorine cider caps, you all recognize them. The second type of mushroom that you notice, and the less uh, uh, dense around here, is the Darun Shroom, a purple-capped, blue-spotted giant mushroom which is horrible to touch and worse to eat. It contains a neurotoxin that will kill even from brushing by. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> are all these just like... Are, are all these typical, like... Um, fey mushrooms, or are these They're special? typical, but you don't see usually massive, dense forests of mushrooms like this. Yeah. <laughs> around us, uh, a forest with no yeah, every direction path or anything. Can't see any cool, path. Cool, cool, cool. But you are aware that if you like brush against these things, there's a bad time. The bad, the the room shrooms, they're they're bad time. Cassie definitely didn't take a bite out of one of them. No, no, it was one of the other ones, um, yeah. but you went for it. <laughs> can our flying can our flying friend see see any uh, particular way to go? Oh, yeah, can I? How far can I go up and see around? You 
you see you know, the, the mushrooms mostly sort of close uh, into one gigantic shelf, but they're every now and again a little like thin cracks through. You could probably, I mean, the mushrooms, you could probably break through them if you wanted to. Sure. Just... So you fly upwards yeah. and you know, break through the, the, the sort of thing, maybe save a little for later. They're quite good for cooking. Uh, and as you break through, you re it's, it's odd. You look up and you're looking at the top of a load of mushrooms. But then you look down and it's the same sort of load of mushrooms, or at least the style like of this load of mushrooms. Yeah, like it's a mirror, sort of. Uh, not identical. You don't see yourself or anything, but it's another like layer of them. About uh, 15 feet this time. Can everybody else please uh, roll me a perception whilst you're sticking your head out the top? A perception. That one. 16. 23. 23. Uh, Castiel, you notice a figure lying on the ground just a little bit through the forest. Um, um, guys, 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 look, just look. <laughs> Stop. What? I, I don't <laughs> see it. What are you pointing at? Look, I think currently you are so terrified of walking into one of these Darum's rooms that you're just like blinded. You're just like, ah, no, 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 no. Is this one of those? I don't know. Is this the one? Is this the bad one? Is this the good one? Is this the bad one? I'm going to start kind of doing a halfway retraction into my shell <laughs> to try and like... <laughs> that's, that's why you can't see very well. You're just picking it. <laughs> um, Someone is there on the did Ray? Did Ray hear her saying that? Or is her, she just give me, hearing... Give me uh, a Give me perception. Hearing the sound of the shrooms in the mirror verse. That's a natural three. Plus. Um, I, I have plus five. Say plus six, nine. Uh, you, you don't hear it. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I will now look having any indicated. Are they moving? Are this, is there any sign of movement? They seem to be breathing. They're a small, a very I will small heroically figure. go and check uh, if they're all right, carefully. They're about the size of a child, but they're definitely not a child. Oh, fine. Um, as long as they're small. If they're small and just... unconscious, I'm happy to go and see what's going on. I'll look down and go, hey, there's like mushrooms on the ceiling of this place as well. There's a person. Over, over here, I'm working my way over to it very carefully. Uh, how much? I have to fly through. Give me one second. There it is. Why? Uh, there you go. What you see, uh, are you flying down now that you can get through and say there's a person? Mm -hmm. What you see is a fair skinned gnome woman with bright pink hair and a large undercut shaved on either side. This very fey goth aesthetic, which is, you know, a lot of uh, colorful clothes with a lot of sort of makeup, uh, wearing dark green waist length cloak. Uh, just sort of gently laying over, kind of like a blanket, but definitely a cloak. Breathing gently. Uh, Making my way over. Ray, you look down, and this is, in fact, completely obviously Flora. Ah! <laughs> Flies over. <laughs> what is it? I can't see. <laughs> Mission accomplished. You land down by the side of her, and she's just... She's unconscious, but Alice. That's been to say, alive. But Alice. <laughs> you seem to have become an Alice. What a wonderful land this is. 
Um, she's just breathing very gently, seemingly unconscious, doesn't react. You sort of gently sort of start to pick her up. She's sort of locked. Fifth level healing word. Go for it. <laughs> you cast Please healing word over top, and she sort of she sort of takes a deep breath. Her eyes sort of gently come open, like someone who's been in the dark for a long, long time, and sort of just looks up at you. Gently, I'll like, do. One of these small hands just gently kind of like pats on top of yours, and just looks like. Are you real this time? This time? Yeah. Kathy starts just bouncing up and down, going, We found her! We found her! We found her! We found her! Who's ah, that? Because that's what heroes do! I'm going to try and do a heroic stance again. They kind of insisted on following me. They think I'm a murderer, but that's a whole Natural 20! <laughs> you yeah. emboldened and, and feeling this situation. You get one foot up on a little mushroom stump, arms on the, you know, on the side, you're... <laughs> You, you almost a cape comes out of nowhere, starts flapping in the wind. You know, this little some spores come down from from one of the mushrooms and twinkle through. You know, the light twinkles through, making this <laughs> glorious backdrop of sparkles as you're just. <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah, Red just brings her into a big hug. Yeah, she's just like. Ow, 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 ow. I healed you enough. You can take this. <laughs> <laughs> She sort of, like, obviously, like very weak, sort of sits up. You rest her up against the mushroom or something. She's just sitting there. Use your mushroom in her face. Just like, oh, where are we? Um, Lady Saeed's prison somewhere. Mushroom forest. Deadly mushrooms. Kind of okay mushrooms. I don't know. Oh, God, everything's so fuzzy. Some How of them long are. How has it been? I mean. Um, I remember getting ready for us to leave, and then somebody, somebody came. She was obviously thinking for a bit, and this sort of realization comes across her face. She was like, it was your friend. What's her name? Ju... Ju... Oh, yes. She had such a hard grin on her face. I don't really yeah, remember much else. Friends is a very loose tongue. I remember seeing Lady Saeed and being dragged across the landscape. And I was in this crystal cave, which I managed to escape. There was a tavern, maybe? And then this field. I, I don't know, I got into this forest and I've, I, don't know, I couldn't find a way out. She just like starts sipping. She's like, <coughs> it's not what. <coughs> it's lovely to meet you, Fauna. But what's this about a juniper? Is this someone else we need to find, Zihiraeth? No, juniper's taken care of. Um, Flora just looks up at at, at Ray and says, "Did I actually speak to you, or is that a dream?" Like. Uh, I, I spoke to you two you times. Being held in your arms and asked you to save me. That was real. I didn't know if it was real either. Um, but it was enough. I thought you had left um, your own volition. But <laughs> no, I'd never leave you. thought I had gotten on your last nerve. There are plenty more nerves for you to get on. But we need to get out of here first. There's a lot to catch up. It's like vaguely tries to stand, just like 
bones cracking a little bit like oh god i don't know how long i've been here yeah i hand her half of the one of the mushrooms that we kept around the house (laughs) (laughs) hand her a quarter (laughs) this isn't enough (laughs) it's enough to keep you i see your friend likes to go hard yes Uh, i just met them I'm. She's just puts a little hand in Flora. I have no Gaziel. idea. Who... Hi, Gazdiel. Oh, my name's Eva. Eva Resquiz. You were just like dwarfing her. She's just like. Hi. <laughs> Corin. Who's that? Corin. The one posing still. Yes. And now that we found you and we know that you're real, I don't think you're a mass murderer anymore, Sihiraeth. Really? Why You've already think... gone for that. She's obviously spiritually think... connected to with this world and would not be a mass murderer. Why would you be I a mass murderer? I'm assuming that this guy, he points over at uh, Corrin, I'm assuming this is your leader from the heroic stance. And... <laughs> no, he's our you know, friend. I would say so. <laughs> he is the smartest out of all of us and he works very hard. I'm the smartest and I work very hard. I'd say you're the nicest out of all of us, Cassie. Oh, thanks. <laughs> they are like this all the time. Okay. <laughs> um, How are we good, getting out of here? Good question. Um, there's more mushrooms in the sky, so maybe that's Oh, why... can we go pick some? You uh, can try. I didn't try I don't know what you're giving me. Do we need to find a way out, um, or can can you guys not, you know, do that dream thing you were talking about earlier, and just move us somewhere else? Um, I feel like we should probably get out of here first, just to be fully rest up. Um, because if we do that, dragons will be pissed off. They will try to kill us, and we will have to fight. Dragoon. Yes, fauna. A dragoon Sorry. is a large winged beast. Uh, that's black and has a very smoky uh, aura. Dragoon. I've never like heard. A lot to catch up on. Terrifying they... creatures. I tell you. Why do they think you're a mass murderer? Also, and um, <laughs> Flora just steps over to uh, to Cassie and just points at the 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 room shrooms and just points and says, "Don't touch that mushroom. Bad what? mushroom. Oh. It will kill you." Oh. That leads me to a point. Um, Now, I don't want to cast aspersions on your character, um, Flora. Yes. But um, how how is it that you have survived in this place for, let's say, an indeterminate amount of time? Did you have anything to eat or drink here? No. She's connected. I told you, if you if you meditate enough and connect with the ground you are within, you can survive anything. I just but we don't I know if we actually are within any ground here. I thought that's what well, Corin was saying, is that we might not be here. She starts doing like the thumper tap on the ground. No, we're definitely on the ground. <laughs> Right. Um, 
So Lady Said is dead. And because of her, She's... everybody in Fonley is as well. That's why they think I'm a mass murderer. Did you? I, I, did think... I, I, I now think that you're innocent and I will release you from our custody, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. How did she die? Um, she, according to Grimm's journal, she, um, her, her, her ego got the best of her and she tried to go to a world that wanted to fight back. She was torn into tiny little pieces. Huh. It was the dragoons. Yes, well, as far as we know. I'll pour out a drink for her. Should we get out of here? Don't mm -hmm. pour drinks. I, I, I think now is a good time to leave. Did you see any zombies at all? I think so. Here or in the place with the field that you mentioned? Because we've seen them there already. I don't remember. That's very reassuring. <laughs> all right. So you... Well, it's nice to meet you anyway. You, yeah. you mentioned here there's more mushrooms above us. Mm -hmm. About 50 feet above the, the mushroom line. Okay. So we're unlikely to be flying out then is my is my question. Well, yeah, uh, but perhaps if you flew, if one, if one flew to the ground, I suppose, above us, there must be something those mushrooms growing on, presumably. I guess. Check. It might be worth having a little look. It might be some clue or other up there. You go I... have a look. We'll make sure that Flora is okay. Yeah, if anything happens to Flora, then I kill you all. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were the murderer. I immediately snapped my neck. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> this is where you find out the wanderers are not good. Yeah, um, <laughs> Flora just looks around and points up. She's like, she will do it. <laughs> well, she'll certainly try, you know. But hopefully, it won't come to that. Just, you hopefully. know, don't go wandering off. Help yeah. us to help you. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> of course, we are the heroes in this situation. But, but nonetheless, if you sort of, uh, you know, if you keep close to us and keep an eye out for anything that might be a threat, that would be that'd be lovely. Your your partner there. Sorry, go again. Do you need a top up? I've got a spare bottle. Okay, thank you. Did you pull that bottle for yourself? Your your partner seems to be something of a something of quite a skillful mage. Is there any uh, particular abilities that you have that might help us in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> She's a powerful druid. <laughs> She's a druid. I was just like, I forgot. I don't um. I don't think so. I mean, I tried quite a lot of things before I collapsed for however an indeterminate length of time. Well, they they don't seem to have worked, my dear. So if there's anything else you could try. They didn't uh, work? Oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I like her. She's so fun. Meanwhile, you fly directly up. What's on the ceiling? 
You fly yeah. directly up, when you get to about 25 feet, sort of halfway between the two, you're flying upwards, gravity is this way, and then you go past it, it's immediately this like switch, like you are flying downwards. <laughs> the gravity <laughs> is switched, you're going very quickly towards the ground. <laughs> okay. You would obviously curve off, and yeah. at this point now, gravity is pulling you know, this way, and you can look upwards, see just through the gap, you can see your friends standing on the ground up there, but they're now on the roof. Okay. Um. Hmm. What's on the ground on this side? You fly downwards, break through some of these mushrooms, and it looks almost identical, except there's one more thing, which is a, a very, very, very old and dilapidated-looking hut. Wooden hut. You know, the doors barely hang onto its hinges. It seems like it's been untouched for a very long time. Maybe only like 25 foot squared in size. It's, it's not very big. All right, I'll fly back up and... Yeah, you get the weird inverse again. <laughs> and then shbunk, land down. There's a hut. Let's go! How do we all plan on getting up there? How far are we before the um, thing flips? Um, 25 feet up. So, from here, I think the, the mushroom line is 30 feet, right? You said, and then after that it's a 25? I didn't say how high up, but yeah, they're probably about 30 feet up, and then, yeah, they'd be on 25 before you'd have the inverse. Well, 55. But the mushrooms are more than climbable. The, the non-deadly ones. Okay. Well, Cathy, yeah. I'll start climbing up one, then. Yeah, you're sort of, like, stick your fingers in. It's very soft and squidgy, so you can get your, like, I mean, rabbits have slight sort of nail claws, getting your way up. You get to the top, just tear away at some of the mushroom cap. Probably feeling a little bad, and eventually you can climb up to be standing on top of the mushroom. It supports you fairly well. And you look up and just see another floor of mushroom pops. She'll grab it hop then. How high can you hop? 25 feet. 25 feet. Wow. You whoof, straight upwards get to just about where this, this sort of thing is. You <laughs> hop up for ever such a second. Um. You know, actually, if you're jumping exactly 25 feet, you get to that 20 feet like this. <laughs> you just, you just stop, just sort of floating <laughs> in a little pocket of non-gravity. I'll just fly up and pull her. <laughs> <laughs> you give a little poke as she goes, and you fall down to the ground. Give me an, uh, an acrobatics to see how gracefully you land. With disadvantage for being 20. drunk. Oh. Uh, Ray, Ray, uh, what did you say? Natural uh, 20. Yep. Yeah, you just. Just gracefully, you don't even, could you don't you even make a dent in the mushroom mushroom layer that is now your floor, and just. Could you tie a rope on the other end and sort of put it down to these mushrooms, so we can climb up or down or whatever the right word is? Oh, those who are still can't fly. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try that. Just like pull a rope. Like so you probably, between you, have about 50 foot of rope. That's fine. Yeah. Connect it to one of the mushrooms. I don't know. You just tie it around. I'm sure you've got some way of like putting pitons. Is that what they're called? Into the ground? Whatever. The yeah. loops, the hooks, yeah. whatever they're yeah. called. Yeah. On one side. And then you pull. You fly up with the rope, obviously pulling it upwards. Put it past the 25 feet, and it starts to fall upwards but it's, to the other, other side. It's falling so, both ways. Yes. So then you get to the other side, and you don't actually need the tension. In fact, it loses tension from what you just attached it into on your side, as it, it is hanging both sides from the middle. Its tension <laughs> is both ways. It's gravity both ways. I will 
run up a mushroom and then uh, give it a tug. So you give it and, a tug, uh, it's still attached into that piton or python or whatever at the top. So it, it definitely, like, if it wasn't attached in, you would be pulling it towards you. So it's definitely necessary, but it seems to be fairly secure. <laughs> hmm. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going I'm to uh, obviously climb up as well. Yep. Well, I'm going to get to the top, and uh, after you, <laughs> I mean, I'll guard your back just in I, case. I was going to suggest that actually I go last, just because you know I'm not sensitive about it, but I do weigh a fair amount more than you do. So I thought, you know, if I am climbing on it, and there's not enough weight to balance it on the other end, I might just pull the whole thing down on me. Possible. Oh, Alright, I'll I'll start climbing then. You start climbing? Give me an athletics. Make it an acrobatic score. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with such confidence, Mark. Six. Six. You get about 20, 15 feet up before your arms just get so tired. You another one. Pulling. The last 10 feet is like the most pain you've ever felt in your arms. Like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. But as soon as you hit this inverse, you just, ah! <laughs> you just fall. Uh, and you fall the 25 feet into the um, into the mushroom. You're going to take uh, it's not much, seven damage. You're just like, next to Cassie. <laughs> like, yeah, head that's... stuck inside the mushroom. First. I will yell up. Uh, <laughs> do we do we need to take the rope with us, or are we keeping it here? We, we can pull it down after you've, as long as you've detached your end. We can we can pull it down after you've climbed. I don't need to climb. I will. I will put one hand on the thing, pull up the python. And does it just take me with it, Mary Poppins style, or do I still need to climb uh, it? No, it's from where you are, the angling on your side. You're pulling it down. I will. I'll just carry the python, and I'll. So you climb like... from this way all the way up to, and you probably at this point would work out that if you go past this, the gravity switches, and you're no longer pulling down. You will just be falling because it's not attached to anything on your end. And uh, directly, there, right? directly below us is like a fairly sturdy, safe mushroom. mushroom. There's a mushroom yeah. with, with a the shape of a wizard. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> retract into my shell and just fall the rest of the way. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I'm not anywhere near underneath. <laughs> Your shell would uh, what half half damage? It doesn't do anything to damage, but I have slow fall, so I can reduce the damage oh, on like shitloads. Sure. So you just sort of pull at the same time as getting inside your your, your shell, and then you just. Boom, hit this. Obviously, all of you shifting out of the way as this clunk just sticks into the mushroom. Pops out. I like to, th I like to think yeah. Rainflower just watching from the other side. There's a point. Flo you never actually got Flora across. She's still standing on the. She said she, she, said she was going to turn into an animal. Oh, yeah, that's true. She did say she could do that. <laughs> I don't think any of you heard that. <laughs> yeah, just gracefully, this this bird, it's probably like a small, you know, like a blue tit or something, or the equivalent, just sort of. Just floats over to you, lands on top of your belly, uh, Eva, and just back into a gnome who's just sitting on top of your belly. That is quite the trick, Fauna. I'm very <laughs> impressed. Thanks. Good that. 
you got it right once. So. <laughs> just, just hops off. <sighs> dead, dead good trick. I'll roll myself over and stand up. <laughs> you roll yourself over and fall off the mushroom. <laughs> and just slow fall. <laughs> did did you mean hunter... to do that? I, I mean to do almost everything I do. It's what happens to me that uh, I don't have so much control over. <laughs> sort of dig through the mushroom and climb down from there. You can all do that. That's fine. And now you're standing basically in what looks like an almost identical place, except there is this dilapidated shack just sort of chilling over in the corner. Ali? Uh, by all means. I don't have to be so gung-ho now. So. <laughs> you walk over to the shack. Are you going to open the door? I mean, from what from where you're standing, you can see through the wood. It's just an empty shack. Thaumaturgy, the door open. I think you know you thought the door's closed. I think that as long as they're if, not locked, it doesn't if, matter. If I'm that's me, it, I'm, that is I'm the me. most specific thing. <laughs> um, mage hand the door open. <clears throat> you instantaneously cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you just, you, you thaumaturgy and the door goes, just <laughs> just falls into the distance. Uh, and you see inside, this is not like what you know, this isn't what you saw from the outside. You can still see from other bits. It's just an empty, dilapidated building. But what you're seeing is this 100 foot wide, 50 foot deep open area that looks kind of like the inside of a cottage. You know, you can see from below, it's a thatched roof, wooden walls, all of, you know, very well made and no gaps between them with this distinct smell of sweet rhubarb pie in the air. Mm. That smells like a trap. <laughs> it smells like rhubarb, actually. <clears throat> it might be a bit, uh, a bit, you know, the, the horse might have left the stable on this as the door has left its hinges. But should we knock before going in? I just feel a bit rude. You know, just how about, how about uh, just calling? Hello, hello. You hear from the inside a little. Hello. Oh, oh. There's someone in there. Aha, after you. Maybe we can rescue someone else from here as well. Yes, I'm more than willing to to have to rescue uh, after 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 you've gone in there. Yes, definitely. This is fantastic. Oh no. I will walk into the house. You walk into the house, well, you sideways shimmy into the house. <laughs> and it's a great place. There's this kitchen area to the uh, to the left with this large oven and plenty of surface leading to a small dining table with six chairs, each of which has a setting, uh, as in plates and, and knives and forks. Outside, uh, you see across, you can see the windows actually show a really rainy day in a city. So you can see if you look out the door, the mushroom forest. From the outside of the mushroom forest, if you look through the walls, you see a dilapidated building. If you look through the door, you see the cottage. And looking out the windows of the cottage, you see a rainy city. Nice and simple. Uh, in front of you is this just a very small bed and a cupboard, uh, evidently recently used, you know, uh, mucked up um, sheets. And to the right, a large roaring fireplace in which, uh, in front of which is a rocking chair uh, in which sits an interesting sight. 
There's a figure, mostly in the form of an old grandma with spectacles and a beaded necklace, except her body is translucent purple in color and almost slimy. Uh, and as you walk in, she looks up and goes, Hello, dearies. I don't often get visitors here. Uh, hello. <laughs> start, like, this is only really uh, Ava seeing this. She starts to get up, but then like melts down into a puddle of purple that sort of like goops and slides over to you. And then these the clothes sliding with and then reforms up in front of you, the same sort of old lady shape, uh, holding little sweets in her hand, like hard candies. Would you like a snack? Would we would we have seen someone resembling this before, like a plasmoid, or is this totally new? Uh, it's new to you, just for the fun of it. Why not? Uh, say, well, uh, I'm not sure how you came to be as you are, but uh, you may have forgotten you're actually a prisoner in a jail. I don't think uh, I'm a prisoner. Have you seen my cottage? It's lovely. Would you like a snack? I just lean I, over I, the floor and say, do you recognize her? I have no fucking clue who that is. I, I won't partake for now, but I do appreciate oh. the offer. Well, would you like some pie or a drink? Oh, drink. Oh, you have friends outside. Oh, oh I'm yes. inside. Oh, you're inside now. <laughs> I said like you five times I was inside. Oh, I wasn't listening. I we went in for everything. friends outside, though. So you're not wrong. Yeah, exactly. What would you like to drink? Have you got any whiskey? Oh, I have some whiskey, little Timmy, yes. in the evening. She like down onto the ground and rolls over towards uh, one of the cupboards in the kitchen and idea. back upwards. <sighs> and then just gently opens it, stands on a little stool, opens a cupboard, pulls out a bottle, and then back over towards you, oh, grabs a glass as well, and over back towards you. All of the solid things, like clothes and the whiskey, sort of just gently flowing over with, and it reforms back over, pours a tiny little whiskey and hands it over. Thanks. Sure, that's a good idea. <laughs> I really, I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't. <laughs> she necks it. You nick it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's all right. I mean, it's not like amazing whiskey. kind of cheap. She then pulls out a bottle of whiskey and sticks a straw in it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's... You have your own drinks. Cassie, that's very rude. You've been offered a drink by this lovely person. What should you be doing? I accepted it. And now... Oh, do you want some? Very good. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. It's always no. polite to reciprocate if you can. Well, I have some food in the oven if you'd like to sit down for oh. dinner. Cassie sits straight down. Yeah, you walk <laughs> over. Not as comfy as the other chairs, but still nice enough as you sit down, plates set out in front of you. It's the client kind of a setting where there's that, like, netting underneath the, the plates, you know, very old grandma-style cottage core. Um, and she sort of <laughs> over towards the oven, reforms. Can I incite her um, intentions? Um, you don't really incite what they say. I mean, roll an insight anyway, just to see generally. Vibe check. Vibe check. Whilst you're doing that, she just pulls out uh, uh, you know, various things like some vegetables and, and a different pie. This one's smelling a bit more like a savoury pie out of the oven and just puts them up on the surface. 
how many children are in it. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Twenty-six. Uh, two green children, one red child, and four. Yes, ones. one with the, 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 the five children. Five warm. Yeah, two are cold. <laughs> one is a cork in him. Um, <laughs> two have a cork in them. Thank you. Uh, the 26, I mean, there's not much to take a vibe off. She seems sweet and kind and genuine in offering food. Um, you're not necessarily convinced either way whether this is nice for the niceness sake or nice for another intention. It sort of just seems very neutral, sort of just offering food. Can I get an arcana really check on the whole place? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Violent roll? <laughs> yeah, what? 24? 24. I mean, everything's kind of similar to what I was saying before about this being mostly like vaguely a dream-esque type thing. Um, the oh, yeah. cottage itself doesn't seem very magical other than that. Um, there is... Yeah, well, of the cottage itself, yeah, there's not really much magic about it. It just seems to be... A, other than the fact that it looks different on the inside than the outside. Uh, I'm going to wander over to the window and have a look outside, see what I can see. It's <clears throat> a city that you don't recognize. Um, any a lot of stone. Uh, you don't see any people. But it's raining. Is it, in a, is it in a style that we would see on Faevel? Yes. Okay. Um, she's cut out a slice of pie, got some vegetables, and uh, put them on a plate, takes them over to, uh, to Cassie, just pops it down in front of you. There you go, dear. Delicious, thank you. Smells great. She eats I it. don't like that. You eat it. It tastes very nice. How many well, children you can you taste? And pass it over to the uh, elderly lady. Oh, carrots, lovely. Did you grow them yourself? No. Oh. I realize at the beginning of this, she had a South Country accent, now she doesn't, but whatever. Yes. Excuse <laughs> me, miss. What's your name? <laughs> My name is, and she says this this sort of weird, like, guttural bubbling noise that's evidently a, a some sort of slime-esque name. Mm, of course. But most people call me Bessie. It's very, very nice yeah. to meet you, Bessie. Yeah. Okay. Outside of the room. <clears throat> uh, could you tell us where we are? Oh, you're in a dream. Uh, are you in the dream I, or are, are you real? Ooh, good question. As she back over to the pie. Would anybody else like some pie? What happens to us if we eat the pie? You have some pie. <laughs> it's really nice, guys. Insight check. On whether or not it's really nice when we eat the oh well that's gonna be true. If anything else happens when we eat the pie. <laughs> Another natural nineteen. Uh but only plus three. You get the vibe something else is gonna happen, but you don't know what it is. Okay. Bessie when when we eat the pie, would that um would that aid us in escaping from said dream? Why would you want to escape? Lovely food. It's a little rainy outside, but I like it. Okay, a poor choice of words. Rather than escape, to temporarily vacate the dream. Oh, because of course leave? we'll be coming back. Because we like it here so much. Have we shut the we door behind us? Huh? 
Have we shut the door behind us? Nope. There's no door. Way. Yeah, there's no door. <laughs> the one that we entered through? Yeah, yeah. you blew it away, yeah. Oh, right. Off. Correct. Yeah, right. Right. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Can we open a window? Uh, the windows aren't really openable windows. You can't slide them. They're just glass panes in the wood. Mm. And I take it, is there a back door? No. In that case, reluctantly, uh, Carla will take a small nibble of a, of a piece of the, sort of the pie. Yeah, it tastes quite nice, actually. It's meat. Uh, you, you know, you assume a, a, a meat, it's a meat that you've eaten before. I mean, something similar to pork or beef, uh, whatever's in the fey. I'm not saying that in your terms, just in terms of like, yeah. it's fey pork. Um, yeah, lovely gravy, very strong flavor, very hearty flavor. The pastry is always oh, absolutely perfect. It's a bit flaky, but the bottom, it's, you know, it's got all the sort of absorbed all the, 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 the sauces, the, uh, the vegetables inside are all very lovely. The steamed vegetables next to it smell very lovely. I feel like something's going to happen, but since nothing has happened yet, it confuses me. It makes me mistrust pie. <laughs> I don't trust pie. Nice apple and blackberry pie. Well, I'm working on the basis that in every area we've been, there's been something to allow us to leave. And, but, and here, I can't see anything except pie. Why would you want to leave? Such a uh, handsome young man. Uh, well, yes, I... <laughs> oh, you must be Not so young sure. anymore, of course, but yes, I like to think I keep myself in, <laughs> in trim. Uh, be a brave adventurer. Yes, food. yes. I'm going to try and do a heroic pose. <laughs> I will. I will take a seat and accept some pie. Pie. Uh, <laughs> uh, you try to. You sit down in in the chair, which creak. In fact, no. I know exactly what happens. You go to sit down in the chair, pull out the chair to sit in it at the same time as you try to put your foot on the chair, and you just do the bonk, just hit the table. <laughs> oh, I am very sorry. Oh, I, I didn't realize you were going for one of your very nice poses again. That's where so I really hit my face on that invisible. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah, as you sit down. As you sit down, she's squelched over with some more pie and put it on your plate. I will eat it. It's tasty. <laughs> Racism. What about, what about our, our new friends? Are you going to uh, partake? Flora is has sat down at this point, and yeah. pie is in front of her, but she's not. She's sort of like forking it a little bit, just not really eating it yet. The <laughs> same sort of faces as Rage are like. Yeah. I found um, myself very persuaded by Corin, what Corin said, so you might want to consider it. Um, by this point, probably, Cassie, you finished off your pie. You are, like, craving some more. It's really, really good pie. You want some more pie. Please, ma'am, can I have some more? <laughs> Oh, of course. course! And she goes over and gets another slice, puts it on your plate. Thank you! Pulls out another carrot and gives it a... You don't need to pay me for this. No, I have to pay you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> By this point, I'm assuming yeah, maybe the other two, you, the other two of you have eaten your pie? Yeah. Again, you're very keen for some more. It's really good pie. Mm. 
Like, you're feeling the craving, whether or not you have it or not, but you're like, oh, really good fucking pie. <laughs> Betsy, by chance, do you have a recipe for this pie? Oh, of course. <laughs> over to a little book sitting on the corner, picks it up, <laughs> comes over, puts it down. It's just a recipe for, like, a meat pie. There's nothing particularly interesting about it. I think it'd feel a little better if I watched you make another pie. Well, I have another one in the oven, if you want some of that. I'd like to watch the whole process, please. Oh, it takes so long to make. Why not have one that's already been made? Because uh, I don't trust it at all. This is really weird. Oh, I'm offended. That's okay. You're no, wearing a dream, right? Is, is, that, is that how we should... I've never seen someone like you. Uh, is that what, how you refer to yourselves? You're uh, offended. That's <laughs> oh, your no, designation. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 she upset me. Not nice. Would you like another slice of pie? Yes, this please. Is to, this is to Ava. <laughs> you get another slice as well. Give her another carrot. No, I'm just letting it go down, Bessie. I don't want to get the old indigestion. <laughs> Your stomach at this point like, rumbles. <laughs> It looks over to 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 Corin. Would you like some pie? No, I'm okay. I, I'm okay, thank you very much. I, 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 it's a lot entirely convinced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me for those of you who are um, less than convinced. Give me a uh, perception check. Uh, I'm assuming Ray's not convinced. Convinced of what? Sorry. That the pie is good. Okay. Oh. 16. 17. 17. Laura, give us a roll. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a natural one. <laughs> oh dear. No, I mean, from your perception, you're like, I mean, it does look like good pie. Like, it smells so good and you've been walking around these these halls for so long you like your stomach's grumbling and you've been stressed and it just looks like such a nice meal um <laughs> now how much are you going to matter this uh for the 16 and the 17 let's go with the 17. you uh and this would happen simultaneously with each other uh you i know you sort of like halt a second i was trying to think oh is this safe what have we been doing and you, you realize you're like oh was that first thing when we woke up what, what was that thing where we were you, you like, can't quite remember what was the like when you woke up where's the first place you were you remember being in the tavern but what was before that you just can't really seem to remember uh with a 16 you're sort of just yeah, a little concerned but but you kind of just want some more pie to be honest uh yeah ray you want pie <laughs> can't make me want the pie hmm you don't have to have the pie, but your body's just like, I want the pie. <laughs> Audible tum well, tum let, let's, let's try and work this out, alright? So, Bessie, if you can help us, if you've got any local knowledge, that would be great. So, in the last place, right, we had to go into this tower, okay, to escape the zombies. Okay. What did we do before that? <laughs> it's always a puzzle. Such, such interesting stories. Zombies or 
while this is going on, I'm going to. Uh, it takes a minute to cast us, so I'm saying it now. I'm going to do an identify on the pie. Sure, it's very audible, so she would hear you doing it. That's identify. 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 Come on. Identify. Identify. I'm identifying. It'll take a, it'll take a minute. Sure. Well, that's, I think. So, what did we do before that in the tavern? I think that was directed at you I, guys. I'm asking you, Ray, and Captain. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fauna, you weren't there, so don't worry um, about it. So, when you were asked this, Ray, you remember perfectly fine. Uh, Cassie, you can't even remember how you got in this freaking hut. We were in the prison. And before that, we were... We met the snake. No, I've been here the whole time. I I don't know anything about a snake. I'm not sure where we would have where we would have got our wires crossed on that. It was the tavern. Right. Yeah, I've been here uh, the whole time. By chance, does hmm. the pie make you forget? Forget what? Everything. I don't think so. I think I know, or maybe I've been eating too much pie. <laughs> Stories. That smell really good, but I don't want to forget. <laughs> Your stomach. <laughs> I get, do I get any result from my identify? Uh, yeah. Well, with your identify, um, identify, you, I don't, you don't know exactly what it is, but you definitely know that there's something magical about the pie. Um, like it's, it's not like just pie there's there's some magic on it and i mean by this point you'd be working out sort of vaguely what's what's happening anyway because of the other guys talking yeah. but it's definitely the pie that's doing it is it called um, forget a pie <laughs> uh no um uh, you would also be at this point because then it could have been forgetty forgetty mm -hmm. uh corin you're also sort of forgetting the the crystal caves you remember the tavern but not much before that you're sort of catching on to everyone forgetting things I think we should just go. Oh, you can't leave now. Oh, I absolutely can. I'd rather oh. eat one of those mushrooms out there than that spy. <gasps> that would be very dangerous. So rude. Make would you like another pie, dear? To Cassie. Yeah. One of Eldritch Blast Pie. <laughs> you Eldritch Blast the Pie. <laughs> and just... And... and <laughs> the, the old lady just says... <gasps> Was very rude. Your that pie is very rude. And then just <laughs> over to the oven and just pulls out another pie. You don't even know where the pie came from. Pie. Pie. <laughs> I may oh, regret puts, this. Puts down the pot and then grabs another pie from the oven. Blast the <laughs> oven and the pie! <laughs> I, I'm going to cast mm. centered on me an anti-magic field. Sure. Um... Uh, 10 foot radius, invisible sphere. magic field. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. I made it. This is my my only height and my only eighth level spell. You cast the anti magic field, and it's sort of. It's, it's, like, it's quite a big little sphere, isn't it? It's a 10 foot radius, invisible sphere, and everything, no magic of any kind works inside. So around you, you're, you're seeing um, the dilapidated. Uh, a cottage so you don't see this lovely looking cottage anymore just in this 10 foot sphere the table is like broken down the food you're eating is like maggoty and gross and disgusting food 
and as the, the the lady starts to sort of like squish over towards you, you realize that she's not squidging around like this gel creature. It's actually looks very similar to a Desirelli, this uh, female dark, um, what they call dark fairy Egg. elf, uh, who um, you you one and one together. You're very intelligent. It's like it's the similar sort of memory stealing. You can see the sort of the pie. Uh, is probably doing a little bit of that, but it's it's more aggressive than before. This is stealing memories. This isn't, you know, uh, so just... If I stand next to somebody, presumably they'll see it as well because it cancels magic, not my perception. Uh, yes, I, I would I would assume so. In fact, actually, they see it from the outside because it ca actually cancels magic. It doesn't cancel my perception. Yes, yeah, yeah probably. So, so you'd all see this, and as she sort of squidges <laughs> over to you, you see this very bony looking long fingered dark fairy elf with another one of these crowns you think they might be attached to their head uh sort of comes over and as you uh uh as she like stares into you with these really dark eyes and almost your know, pale dead skin just comes over and she's just like well that wasn't very nice and then tries to lurch forward to sort of like put her hand on your forehead i'll give you an opportunity to sort of dexterity save i'm going to try and avoid her definitely Where's my dexterity save? Mm. Uh, that would be just dexterity, isn't it? Dexterity save, it's just underneath on the left. It's exactly the same. Saving throws. I don't know if it's the same for you on that one. E11. 11. Not fast enough. She just lurches forwards. These fingers touch you and you feel almost like the nails go into your forehead. No magic. Uh, no magic that is true. You feel these nails go into your forehead. I think there's an expectation of something happening, but it still fucking hurts. Oh, yeah. Like it pierces into your brain. Um, oh. You take uh, 16 damage. And so it just like pulls out these nails and blood starts coming down your forehead a bit. Oh. Spins around outside of the magic field, goes over for, um, uh, for Cassie. Oh, um, I walk behind him. Exactly. I just blast him. Yeah. And then I started blasting. <laughs> so you roll to hit, and uh, Ava, it's probably going to be another dexterity save to try and dive in front. Sure. Which I know isn't your. Uh... <laughs> That's okay. I have advantage on deck saves because I can see it. Uh, a uh, 15. 17, a 26, and a 24. 17 misses, 26 hits, 24 misses. So two of them, there's this graceful spin around, uh, which weirdly, when she steps out of this anti-magic field, turns back into the slime, and you're not really sure what's hitting, what isn't, but there's this explosion of the one that does hit. Um, what was your dexterity save? 15. 15. Uh, oh, you do manage to get in front, unfortunately, I guess, for you, because she, as you get in front, these fingers go straight into your face instead, latch into your head. Can you make me a wisdom save, please? Um, yeah. You can see you're probably snapping out of this sort of, like, trusting thing. It was never, like, a spell, but you're just like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. One. It's like six. Oh, dear. Uh, what was your damage as well, just so I'm aware? Seven. Oh, wait, no. Seven damage. Yeah, seven. Seven damage. I mean, from the, the slime perspective, a bit of the slime goes, splats against the wall. Um, outside of the magic field, it's just like this old lady touching hands against your face, uh, and you just feel like a lot of your memories just being sapped out of your head. You're also going to take... Oh, no, I'm standing behind lady. There's no magic. 
No, this is outside of the field, though, because out of the 10-foot... No, no, the 10-foot ten, the ten field comes with me. It centers on me. Yes, so if I walk forward, dashed away from you. Yeah, and I followed her. Within turn. Okay. Uh, you're going to take 17 damage, and you basically lose the memories of, like, the first 10 years of your childhood. Actually, no, you, you, you're not even 10 years old, are you? The first... Uh, no, I, w I would be... Tolls live, like, 50 years, so I would be, like, 25. Okay, so the first five years of your childhood just gone. Sucked out, and you're just left with this blistering headache as she's done that. Um, I'll let all of you now do things. Cassie smacks with the quarterstaff. Yeah, I've forgotten, do it. I've forgotten how to use the toilet. I never learned. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dirty 20. Nice. Uh, that doesn't hit. Feck. You can do your monk. Uh, you can do like fifteen hits. Yeah, I should say. <laughs> I think you can do I'm, these four. Double checking. <laughs> Are we going to do this in a in a turn order? Yeah, or? I, I will vaguely do do turns. Especially you guys do what you want. She does what she wants. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven does hit. You, you miss the first time. You swing around this um this uh, uh what's it called pole. Staff, that's the one. And the first time swifts past, but you spin around to go for a second hit right in the gut and get a. There's a noise. Five. Five damage? Yes. Okay. A little bit of the goop. And as you hit this time, just the entire of the um, sort of visage of this, uh, uh, this ca cottage cabin starts to like crack away and then just poof, shatters down like glass and you just see the actual inside this dilapidated um tavern you see her full actual look you're know, standing tall and you sort of like a uh, weird bone structures kind of humanoid seems very warped and uh, and strange all of your food yeah it's just like maggoty and horrible inside it's your inside your mouth that lovely taste vile like any of you have eaten it at this point it's Oh, and you're like, it tastes so bad. Mushy grossness. Uh, anyways, that's, that's what that does. Uh, you probably have another couple hits you can do. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to do flowy blows as well. Yeah, that's two more. Natural 20. Ooh, love it. And a 10. Ooh, uh, well, I mean, the 10, is that with the... What yeah, with the... Well, the natural 20 hits, <laughs> obviously. Dice damage plus uh, plus modifiers plus dice roll. Ah. So it's... So the full is with the modifier as well, isn't it? Yeah, so it's max dice damage plus the yep. modifier, then roll the dice again. Okay. 15. 15 damage, very nice. You like smack and you hear this distinct <laughs> as some of the ribs definitely like break inwards. Uh, anything else the rest of yours want to do? Yes. I would like to begin to perform. Okay. <laughs> and I will say to her, you may have taken some of my memories, but I will always remember being the great bulk bogan. And I will then attempt to recklessly attack her by smashing her uh, face with my fist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Roll to hit. Bulk I'm sorry. Bulk, bulk, bulk Bogan. Bulk. Bulk Bogan. 
because I'm so large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A, bo- a bogan is a term for like a like a bit of a, an asshole like yeah. uh, uh-huh. outsider. Yeah, but we all know right? why you, you named it like that. <laughs> I, I was told when I pitched this idea to Alex that I had to incorporate Hulk Hogan. This is how I'm doing it. (laughs) You did this to yourself, Alex. I did. I did did do that. (laughs) Right. Those are terrible. Uh, That's a seven and an eight. So even with plus nine, that will miss if a 24 misses. So for the second attack. Yeah, you just go to swing and she very gracefully sort of like moves backwards out of the way as you. Wow. 25. On the second one. I was going yeah, it's gonna hit. You just catch her in the ribs. Excellent. Or is it catch her uh, in the rummy? Uh that is eight damage. Eight damage. Yep. Uh there's two of you left Magical, to do things. Because I'm yeah. uh, higher level. Uh I'm just debating between two d- options. Right. There's, there's three of us left to do things. There is. I, I will get to Flora. I'm just talking about you, team. <laughs> um, She's going to turn into a slime person. <laughs> no, a slime I guy. will. Uh, okay, I'm going to do, I think. <clears throat> She's probably going to save. I'm a blast. I'm a blast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was looking, it's like, do I want to do something else? No, I just want to blast. So then I started blasting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've got a 25. We've got a 29 and an 18. Okay. Two hits, one miss. Oh, I just thought, Alex, the attack that she made on me, she should have mm. made a wisdom saving throw. No, yeah, but she I didn't. Have, I have tranquility. <laughs> Sorry, too late. It's like the only time that that feature of my subclass comes in handy. <laughs> I rolled the wrong it, It's dice. now gone until my next long rest. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it wasn't used, so you can you can use it. It's just a passive thing that happens. Yeah. It's just you have a sanctuary spell on you until you break it. Okay. Damn. 28 damage. Ooh, lovely. You just blast. <laughs> like, one of her arms just flies off. One of the, you know, like, part of a chunk of her body flies off. This black blood sort of sliming out. These maggots also coming out with her blood, like it's some kind of weird taintedness. She's like hanging on real, real thin. What, what, what are you on for it? Go for uh, Corin. Do your. I am going to do magic missile. Yep. I'm just working out which one, which level to do it at. Uh, She's level. very, very hurt. So. Well, fifth level. I got a few slots. Fifth level. She's giving me if strong she's... Resident Evil Seven mother vibes. I get uh, two... four. Yeah, sounds good. At that level. And that's uh, 44 plus 4. It is indeed. So there's these three, Um, like, fiery blasts from Ray. And then these, I don't know, how do they look from Corrin? They're air blasts. Oh, sorry, air blasts from from Ray. And then how do they look from Corrin? From comedy, probably just uh, moots of, of, uh, like, like, uh, sparks from a fire. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) These sort of things flying out. And that is three, four. That's, oh, oh, gosh, two, four. Uh, eight, 12, 16. Yeah, you just fire these off from the last one right in the middle of the forehead. 
the head just explodes. There's blood, blood and maggots everywhere, mostly over uh, Ava because you're right next to her. And at this point, like all of your memories just come immediately back. I'm not going to shit myself. I think I was about to. I think I got really close. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, I, I think. There's, there's a little pause before all four of the walls just suddenly light on fire. Like, they're coming up to the roof really quickly spreading. Oh, Everything just lighting up. Oh, Jesus doesn't exist. <laughs> my cousin Jesus. <laughs> I wonder if he's okay. He would, he would know what to do in this situation. What Jesus? <laughs> you think back to Jesus's words. Fucking run! <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I will. Uh, it would be Cassie that would be next to me from fighting and leaving mm -hmm. in front. So I will just pick Cassie up and and start heading out of the door. <laughs> just <laughs> out of the door. You will see ahead of you. My heels disappear. <laughs> <laughs> you sprint out the door. You sprint out the door, but it's broken. You're wider than the door, and it's, it's like a really dilapidated building. Anyways, so you just blast I'll out. Just, There's like a round just, shape. <laughs> I'll just crash through like the Kool Aid Man. Exactly. Yeah. I'm assuming Ray. I mean, Flora just takes grab Flora's hand and run out. You both sprint outside, uh, and you sprint straight outside. Um, and it's this weird sort of like wobbly transition before you realize you're inside of. Uh, what do I explain to you guys? Because you in character have no idea. Is a modern day city pouring down with rain. Tall, tall, tall skyscrapers. You know, these uh, long street, very New York City style, but sort of older, what is it, like 20s, I guess, sort of style. And everything, including yourselves, is suddenly in this black and white. Uh, oh, gosh. Sort of black and white, everything is just changed down, uh, taken away all the color. And you can just hear this faint background music of this film noir jazz just chilling <laughs> in the background. Just as a matter of interest, hmm. the, the anti-magic field will still be going at the moment. Um, as you went through, it disappeared. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> Are we just... Is this the Into the Spider-Verse one-shot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we seem to have changed genre, see? Yeah. <laughs> As you're appreciating everything over here, there's this crack of lightning. And suddenly, standing in front of you is a figure dressed in a long trench coat with this, this trilby on his head. His features, the features of his face are hidden mostly by the darkness, but the glowing end of a cigarette can be seen in his mouth. I do actually have a little... Uh, I can send you a little image of, of this one. All of your references, Alex just switched the playlist over the jazz playlist. <laughs> Whether to stop drinking or to drink more. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Drinking more, another bottle. Uh, so, so just for your guys' reference, uh, that'll be sort of what you end up seeing dramatically in front of you. Oh, you need black and white. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, the, the minifigure is actually coloured black and white. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't put a filter over it. Um, uh, what strange manner of place is this, and what is that awful music I can hear? There's this this pause as he stands there dramatically, his, his long coat sort of flowing slightly, and you hear this voice echo through the city, kind of, you know, you're not sure where it's coming from, and it, it sounds, it's a voice for sure, you're not sure whose voice, and it says something along the lines of, I wasn't sure who these mysterious figures were in front of me, dressed in such colourful clothing. Were they a part of this unraveling mystery or just an unfortunate passerby is getting in my way? 
I decided to ask them. And then you hear a voice, this time definitely coming from this figure in front of you. Are you a part of my unraveling mystery or just unfortunate passerbys getting in my way? We don't know. Honestly, that would depend on what your mystery is that you're unraveling. If it's the same as ours, then yes. And if if it's not, then we are just passers-by. You hear the voiceover speak again. I wanted to trust them, but I just couldn't for some reason. Maybe it was the fact that they were so confused, or maybe it was the fact that the small gnomish woman looking weak was in fact the figure I had been hired to find. He speaks uh, again. I want to trust you, but I just can't for some reason. Maybe it's time you explain why the woman I'm looking for is currently with you. He gestures towards Flora. Uh, who who are you, uh, if, if I may uh, be so bold? I'm going to be hiding behind uh, Ava at this point. Um, voiceover again, is, it just hears, he asked for my name. I wasn't sure whether or not I should give it. And then he speaks, I'm not sure whether or not I should give you my name. Why don't you tell me your names? <laughs> my name is Eva. Her this name is, is Eva. This is... Corin, that's Cassie, this is Sihireyeth, and this is our new friend who you seem to know, her name's Fauna. It's Flora, <laughs> the voice, voice over at the top. He called the, the small gnomish woman Fauna. Was she that his did. mistake Excuse or mine? You. Sorry. <laughs> was, that, was that her mistake or was that mine? He then speaks. You called the small gnomish woman Fauna. Is that your mistake or is that mine? Well, I, to be honest, I don't know anymore. I, I just, people get flora and fauna confused all the time. And I think I keep changing it. No one's been correcting me. So I've just stayed with fauna. The the voiceover says, this one seemed to be an idiot. And then the voice, <laughs> the voice comes out. You seem like a clever woman. Maybe you can <laughs> <laughs> takes the cigarette out of his mouth and just sort of flicks it, the little ashes. The only colourful thing in this entire place, just the ashes, you know, the, 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 the end of the cigarette and the little sparks falling down from it. Wait, why was that the colour? <laughs> Everything else here is black and white. I've been employed to find Flora, this small gnomish woman over here. Would you like to explain why you have her? Would you like to explain why you're looking for her? Yeah, I've been hired by parties that you're not going to be familiar with. I'll have to make myself familiar with them because they're not taking Flora away. Not again. The, the voiceover comes out again. They were tough. I wasn't sure how to get, how to get past their defenses. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, who, who did you say you were again? <laughs> the voiceover. They asked for my name again. I guess it was time to give it. He speaks out loud. My name is Brent Clementine. I'm a PI. I see. And, and what, what, why are you looking for our friend here? I've been hired by parties unfamiliar <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so, so perhaps, perhaps, perhaps you, you, you would like to not, not in fact, find her. Uh, the voiceover says, hmm. I was thinking it was time to trust them. They seemed just as confused as I was. <laughs> I thought it, would, it might be time to take them back to my office to, to talk this over some more. 
Well, and then, and then... I have this idea. Why don't you take us to your office <laughs> and you can explain this whole thing? He says out loud, that's a good idea. I think it's time I took you to my office, my office to investigate further. And he turns around and starts walking and all of these buildings around you suddenly like zoom away, very Matrix style. And then it replaced with like the walls and floor of an office, like, you know, 30 floors up in some kind of skyscraper. <laughs> the rain obviously goes away. You're still sodden wet. He's now completely dry. Uh, and you're That's in just a very nice office. <laughs> you're in this very nice office. Uh, and he's now sitting in a chair behind a desk, you know, cigarette still. Uh, this time, now it's sort of sitting in one of those glass cigarette ashtrays with the mm -hmm. smoke sort of very cartoonishly sort of coming off the top of it. Uh, and you're all standing in front of him. Am um, I still under Eva's arm or Ava's arm? Uh, you probably would be unless you had. <laughs> you probably yeah. still yeah, are. No, she's happy just chilling there. Cool. She's probably used to just laying there as well. Hey, hey, hey Brent. Hey, Brent, are you aware that we can hear your thoughts? The voiceover goes on, goes over. She told me she could hear my thoughts. This was very concerning to me. And then he like speaks that, you just said it's very concerning <laughs> to you. Like you don't even have to speak, just think it. <laughs> but he does, he does speak and says, "You hearing my my thoughts is very concerning to me." I know. You just, I just heard you say it in your head. The thoughts come out again. It seemed as though she actually could hear my thoughts. Yes, I can. They must be more powerful than I suggested. <laughs> it, it's the loudest thing in this place. I don't know what's happening. I, I enjoy the, that there is this just this pause between anyone saying anything to him for <laughs> the narration to happen, and then he replies as though there's been no pause. Whereas it's like the I think there was a thing on Family Guy years ago where they were like they showed what the characters are doing during the cutaways, and they're all just like smoking and stuff. <laughs> nice to <hear> that. <laughs> um, he. he uh gestures down to like a load of pieces of paper on, on the ground and says, I've been looking for th th this small gnomish figure for months. I'm not sure how you managed to find her, but I'd like to take her off your hands to take her back to my uh, the people who employed me, who would Absolutely. not be familiar to you. Not happening, sir. Hmm. The voiceover comes again and says, I'm not sure why, but I felt as though I had to trust them. Do you... I think you should uh... trust us, uh, uh, my friend. Uh... We, we are your friends. Perhaps you could tell us who it is that wants uh, our friend so badly. He, he speaks out and he says, I like you guys. I think I'm going to trust you. Just like ignoring is it anything that you've been saying like between the pauses, he just as if it just has not happened. Uh, so in that case, who is it who's searching for our friend? The, the voiceover speaks again. I decided to give them my notes so that they'd be more aware of what's been happening. And then he... He speaks. I'm going to give you my notes so that you're more aware of what's been happening. And then just hands over these sheets of paper to whoever whoever takes them. Slides them across the desk. Yeah. I've got a, I've got an armful, so someone else should take them. I'll, 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 I was going to say. <laughs> Connor would be interested in reading the notes. What did I say? You pick up the notes, and it's just like, you know how in a film, when something's off screen, like, you can't really read what it says? It just looks yeah. like that. It's like blurry and, and just, like, nondescript scribbly lines. Like, it doesn't say anything. Ah, thank you. Most interesting. Uh, you, would you like to just sort of, for my friends here, give a little pre-see of what they say? <laughs> he takes the notes off you and, and you hear the voice over the top saying they seem smarter than me I mustn't let it, let it on that, I, that they knew more than I did <laughs> he speaks out and says well you've already read them yourselves I don't think I need to hmm. 
How do you I contact can't read. your? Can you read it to me? <laughs> the voiceover. She said she couldn't read. Maybe they wouldn't find out that I can't read either. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I don't want to read them right now. Understandable, understandable. How do you contact your your employer? They mostly contact me through this phone over here. And he just points to just the very generic rotary phone. I'm, pick it up I'm never sorry, listen. Brent. I'm not familiar with that contraption. That's true. What, that? what is our what is our phone? <laughs> the voiceover. Maybe I gave them more credit than they needed. <laughs> how, how how would you spell that in common? <laughs> he spoke about English as if it was common. I have no idea what it was. And then he speaks out. It's a phone. P H O N E. <laughs> the voiceover. I think. <laughs> he says it's how they can uh, how they like to communicate with me. And you, what the... you do what? You you cast a spell, or it's just a uh, you, oh, you look at amulet, it. What did they say to do um, when you found Flora? They they told me I have to save her. Oh, okay. And how were you planning on doing that? The voiceover. They, I couldn't let on that I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> he says, that's not something that you're allowed to know. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. I'm going to go and examine the phone. The phone, which I have no idea what it is. Yeah. I'm going to do an arcana to see if I can work out how to use it. Sure. Make an engineering check. <laughs> just, a a long shot. Shot. just a long shot, oh, Flora. Been... You don't know this guy, right? <laughs> okay. just look at him like... Absolutely 20. no fucking clue. <laughs> 29. It's not magical. Uh, well, actually, is it magical? Is this, isn't it? It's a phone. Yeah, I know. Said, I said, does it have to be a magical? Oh, well, Connor is I magical, will, yes. I will leave. Oh, it says, it says it, oh no, sorry. I will raise Cassie up slightly and, and say to, to her, yeah. um, do, do you think the, the voice in the sky seems to be controlling this world? Do you think that if we start narrating what we're doing, it will it will work for us as well, and that's how we escape from this place? That's such a good idea. That's certainly an idea. Cassie course. plans to narrate everything. You hear the voiceover just say, Cassie seemed to start talking to herself. I'm not sure what that was about. <laughs> I'm going to investigate the phone. Sure. Oh, letter 20. Um, I mean, as much, it, you know it's a communication device of some sort. It has the bit that you hold on to, and it seems to have that's some it. sort of rotary all I, code. All I'm trying to do is work out how to use it. <laughs> you know that there's the rotary bit that probably enters a code. You don't know how many numbers or what the code would be. And you put the thing to your ear, and you just hear the... You know, the, the sort of uh, uh, disconnect... Well, not disconnected, but the, the, the dial tone. You, you know that you could input something. You have no idea what... I'm not going to. It's just... It's just... You put it down as a dramatic cling. Um, he then says, so how do I know that all you care about is the safety of Flora? Cassie thinks to herself, maybe we should tell him. <laughs> I, we are going to look after her because they're in love. Obviously, they have a spiritual connection. Just looking at everything like... <laughs> <laughs> why did you uh, why did you ask Flora? Flora's just standing there just like no 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 
No, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. It's like hiding slightly behind Ray. Uh, she, she's with us uh, voluntarily because we, we are also trying to save her, but believe we may be on the same side. Uh, give me a persuasion. A persuasion? A persuasion. Oh, that's a shame. Two, three. <laughs> the voiceover says, I'm not sure, I wasn't sure if I could trust them. I thought I should probably talk to them some more. And then he says, I'm not sure if I can trust you. I think it's worth that we talk some more. You have literally yeah. just said you were going to trust us, and now you're saying you're not going to trust us. Which I've already heard that spiel come from you twice now. <laughs> I'm just trying to do what's best for the, the, my employers. Where do I not? You were employers. Ray walks over to the desk, just slams both hands on it, and says, "Here's the thing, Brent. Yeah. We, we were hired." Your hands down. When you oh. slam the hands down, the music does that like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> We were hired by the same employers because you weren't getting the job done fast enough. We've already finished the job, so you need to let us go. Uh, you hear the voice. Uh, <laughs> I, as uh, this is happening, I'm going to take. I'm going to put Cassie down. I'm going to take out my pan flute and attempt to mimic the jazz in the background on the ooh, pan. Ooh, 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 I'm pan flute. Um, and I'm going to get my bagpipes now. The horn. Okay, you, the bagpipes, pan flute, and horn. As you play. All of you, no matter what you do, it just starts playing the same jazz music. Which is purely a piano piece right now, I just want to note. <laughs> you, you slam down your hands and say that, and um, the voiceover says, I knew at this point all that matters was the safety of Flora. Screw the money. I just needed to get them safe. So I decided to show them my little secret. And then he speaks out and says, you think it's time I showed you my little secret? Um, he stands up and walks around. The lighting is always so dramatic on him. You can never see like, the <laughs> face, no matter where he is. Uh, and he walks over to a painting that's behind you, which he pulls at one side, and it just sort of hinges open like a door, uh, which, as usual, you can see a completely different scene <laughs> through this door. Backpacks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna shake Brent's hand. You're not going to shake Brent's hand. You go over to shake his hand, and he's now holding this door uh, with one hand. He's got his cigarette in his mouth in the other, uh, just doing a little, like blowing uh, a little bit of smoke. But the smoke has stopped. In fact, the rain has stopped. And in fact, you'll notice at this sort of a point, uh, if I can get to it in time, the music also just stops. Like everything just seems to have stopped. Like it's come to the end of a scene. <laughs> oh. He's just sort of standing there. Uh, if well, I, what's if inside I the door? Him, does he move? Nope. It's like a solid feature. Just gonna shimmy on by here. Hold on. <laughs> Fauna, you have made some crazy friends. You'll have to tell us about them sometime. Ara, again. <laughs> you. You've been letting me say Fauna this whole. I'm so sorry, Fauna. Flora. <laughs> I cracked you for the first three times, and then you just kept going. So I, you they know, they just wouldn't, they just didn't correct me. I'd much rather that you were upfront with me, Sihiraeth, rather than you know trying to spare my feelings. It's okay. It's just sort of she holds onto Ray's hand. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's <laughs> it gently. Right, Flora. Let's let's be going then. What you see through this 
uh, sort of hole in the wall is basically just a concrete room, nothing else. It's maybe, you know, uh, 30 feet wide, 40 feet tall, and about maybe 30 feet, uh, maybe about 20 feet uh, deep. Like, it's not very big, and it's just concrete gray. These big, like, um, panels of concrete, you know, you can see, like, lines between them. Uh, very warehousey, but that's that's it. I think going... we've come the wrong way. It's some, it's it, it's somewhere else, which I think is a good thing. Can I make an arcana check to tell if this is still the dream? The dream. Yep. <laughs> Ten. So, <laughs> you never really know. I, it, it's different. I mean, it's it's been consistent with the stuff that's happening so far. You know, an entrance or an exit, and it's a different scene the other side. So probably, but you don't know. Well, now we're in the cube. Does anybody know how to shape stone? Are you going through into into this area? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawl, crawl through. You know, uh, Ava, you struggle a little bit. To Squint your way through. And when you get inside, um, you look back and, and it's just a concrete wall. That hole, when the last person comes through, it sort of just seals itself up. There is um, only like one thing in this room that is of any note. Uh, there is, it seems there is light in this room coming from non you know, indistinct locations, but there is only one thing lighting? in here. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's a set of tiles on the floor that you know, uh, weren't they when you sort of looked in immediately? Maybe they were, you couldn't see them. But um, the six tiles, which are all, you know, like you know, five by five standard character tiles, which all have words on them. Uh, and going from left to right, they read the party animal, the therapist, the comic relief, the parent, the overachiever, and the absolute mess. Actually, I'm going to have to correct that because I wrote you this for four. I wrote, I wrote this for four of you to be here. So it says the party animal, the comic relief, parent, the overachiever, and the absoluteness. I will post that to you. I've reduced that down to one because we have one person less than I thought we were going to have. Castle uh, doesn't stand straight on party anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm just putting numbers on these for you so you can refer to when I refer to them. You know, there it is. So the party animal is one, the comic relief, the parent, the overachiever, the absolute mess. One, two, three, four, five. Um... Yeah, so you immediately go over and stand on the party animal. Nothing happens when you stand on it. You're just standing on it. <laughs> the party animal oh, says, ow. We're going to stand on the overachiever. <laughs> uh, you go stand on the overachiever, yes? Uh, I will go stand on the comic relief. Okay. Flora, um... Flora goes to stand on the parent. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stand on absolute she mess, I guess. Like, you're like, sorry. No, it tracks. It tracks. You go over and stand on the absolute mess. As soon as you stand on that, all of you, these clamps come out of the ground. You don't know where they came from. and just clunk around your ankles, like holding you tight in place. Yeah. I've changed your mind. <laughs> and then a table appears in front of number one. Uh, so party animal. So this is in front of uh, Cassie. In a poof of pink smoke. <laughs> and on the table is a tankard full of beer. Oh, and no. etched into the table is the number 12. <laughs> she takes the bin. 
You pick up the beer, neck it, put down the tankard again, and it goes and refills, and the the edge goes down to eleven. This won't be a problem. Make a constitution save, please. Oh, uh, eight. <laughs> eight. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you drink it and you take six uh, uh, mental damage. What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the? Psychic. Psychic. Psychic damage. You're like, yeah, you slam it down and then you just get this sharp pain in your head. Like, oh, that really hurt. I guess I keep going. If nothing else, you drop again. A little tentative this time, and neck it, slam it down. Make another con save, please. It <laughs> fills up again, and it goes down to ten. Sixteen. Sixteen. This time, no pain. Just fairly average piss beer. You know. That's the way I like it. <laughs> Go again. Con save. Natural 20. Yeah, this time, in fact, actually, you know what? This time, you drink it so fast, you chug it down, I'm going to give you two health. You, you heal yourself with how how, uh, how how well you drink this one. You're pretty Chugs it so fast, she breaks the counter on the tanker. <laughs> okay, yeah. And it goes down I've got nine. Uh, you've got another nine to go, yep. Natural one. Ooh. You, you choke this time. You go to. You're like, oh, I did that so well. <laughs> you cough and a load of it comes out. You're going to take, oh, only one damage this time. It just hurts your throat a little bit. Eight. Oh, no, not going well. You drink another. It's starting to bloat you up at this point. Take three psychic damage. You know, it's not. It's hurting. You don't like drinking anymore. Um, at this point, you are going to go one level of exhaustion as well. Okay. She doesn't have disadvantage on saves yet, right? Uh, no. I believe not yet. It's just ability checks on the first level of exhaustion. Yeah, just to make sure you are doing saving throws. Constitution saving throws, yes. Okay, just making sure, because they can be a little different. What was the next one? Seven? Yep. Oh, look, oh, well. You're hating it at this point. You've never hated drinking three damage. You've never hated drinking more. You got, and, and the number's now gone down to six. The rest of you are just watching her. You can't get over to her. She's just sitting there like, oh, I don't want to drink anymore. Uh, 13. 13? You don't take uh, damage this time? Meant... What did you say? 23, sorry. 23? Oh, that's great. Yeah, no damage. You, uh, you This time, you, it goes down. You're not, like, jazzed about it, but it goes down smoothly. Like, it's fine. Nine. Nine. It's not a good one. You take another six psychic damage. It's hurting at this point. Your stomach's feeling so bloated. I'm gonna just yell over, Come on, you can do it! And give you a bardic inspiration. You can give her a bardic inspiration. Give you a D you can, at this point. A D6. D6. You can add a D6 to it, any of the saves when it comes to it. I think you can do that after you know the result as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you've seen your roll, you can. I believe you have. But before knowing the outcome. It says four there's left. a number four. I will use my bardic. 19. 19, okay, you're getting into it. Yeah, okay, I can do this. You neck another beer. Three. Yeah, come on! Down for another three. Bardic. <laughs> another Bardic inspiration. What'd you say? 18. 18. Oh, you're getting used to it now. It still hurts and you're feeling so ill, but you got it. There's two left. Eighteen. 
18? Oh, it's natural at this point. There's just one left. It fills up. It's probably the worst drink you've ever looked at. 16. 16. Yeah, you're fine. You just take the last one. It probably takes longer on this one. You're feeling bloated. You feel sick. You yep. feel ill. Oh, God, it's just... Whew. That's the worst drinking experience you've ever had. Um, you're feeling very drunk, but you're normally quite drunk, so that's fine. You're feeling hurt, uh, and you're a little exhausted, but the table just... <laughs> disappears in this pink smoke. You don't get unclamped, it stays clamped. I thought you were going to say that she felt sober at the end, which would have been the worst <laughs> result for her, I imagine. Um, in front of... So, number two, the comic relief. I believe this is Eve, Ava. Mm -hmm. uh, a microphone <laughs> appears in front of you in this pink smoke again. Uh, Nothing else particularly happens, but there's a pause, and the entire wall in front of you starts to slide open like a big, like, like hangar door. And eventually, the whole wall is open, and you're standing in front of an audience of maybe a hundred people in chairs. Uh, the people are definitely not real. You can tell they're just like torsos of Warforged or robots, not conscious in particular way. But they've all got this like creepy painted on smile, very marionette kind of style. Uh, and the only other thing is, at the very top, there's a prompt above the audience that just says, Tell a joke. Right. I, I can do this. Um, okay. So, um, this is inspired by our new friend, Brent Clementine. Okay. What do you get if you put a crocodile into a vest? I don't know what's happening to the accent. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one answers. <laughs> An investigator. <laughs> roll, roll a performance, please. Oh yeah, yeah. I have. I actually have proficiency in this. <laughs> Natural twenty. Natural Ooh, twenty. Plus five. The entire audience just bursts out into this very fake robotic laughter. <laughs> They'll jiggle up and down. It still it just blinks again. Tell a funny joke or tell a joke. Sorry. Um. Uh. I. 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 Uh. Okay. Uh. I'm, fuck knows what's happened to the accent. <laughs> it's fine. You know, <laughs> Ava's nervous. You know, the accent is middles around. Um, in character voices. Uh. Um. I, I, I had a dinner with a crab once and he took most of the food. He was shellfish. <laughs> Performance, please. With disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, that is a 22. 22, they burst out laughing again. <laughs> Jiggling up and down. It goes again, tell a joke. Uh, I'm feeling... Rather like a fish on this pedestal. Uh, should I have chosen this one? I trout it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Roll the performance. <laughs> Natural 20. It's <laughs> <laughs> laughing. It's the first even you know, a roar of laughter. Oh, it's, it's amazing. And as that happens, this microphone in front of you just disappears. There's this like strange non uh, non um, defined game show music in the background. As the doors shut again. And then as soon as they hit each other and create one wall, the music stops and everything's just silent again. 
I mean, that was you were the right one for that with the performance roles. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? I I feel I feel I did rather good at that. So I, I wasn't expecting it. You did amazing. As you are very impressed. Uh, in the arms of number three, the parent, uh, appears a baby. Just in Flora's arms. She's like, oh, what the hell? And it's crying just so loudly, echoing around this concrete. So not fun. Uh, I get to do this for her. Um, she got to work out what's wrong with it. Oh, she succeeds on the first one. She's like, that's right. <laughs> Dealt with babies before, works out, you know, she's a bit of food that's needed. <laughs> she's a bit of food that's needed. And as soon as she works out that food is needed, a little bottle appears in the hand and feeds the baby. It goes quiet for just, you know, a couple minutes as the food, the bottle disappears in the pink smoke. The baby starts crying again really loudly. Oh, okay, 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 what's next? Uh, she's like, she can't work it out. It just gets louder and louder and louder. Everybody. Is that poop? Everybody's going to take six thunder damage. Oh, oh no! Everyone's in the thunder damage. Okay, okay I've got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And the second time she she works out, oh, he wants to sleep, wants to sleep, and just rocks it, rocks it to sleep, rocks it to sleep. It goes quiet. Okay, it's quiet, it's quiet. If he starts to smell, then he's probably. And then it gets really smell. loud. <laughs> it gets really loud and starts crying again. She's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And. Uh, she again it gets louder and louder she's panicking to try and work out what happens oh good rolls everyone takes another six thunder damage jesus check the um, diaper all they do is sleep works, and shit she works it out this time it is in fact the diaper she's like, oh yeah, yeah it's the diaper it's the diaper it's the diaper and then this table <laughs> appears in front of her she puts it down replaces this diaper what? and as soon as she's done that the table and the baby just <laughs> they both disappear as you're all just like ears ringing from this oh that was so loud <sighs> Number four, the overachiever. Who's going to A table <laughs> appears in front of you, and on the table is a set of juggling balls. <laughs> oh no. Fine. You're going to juggle? Yeah. Give me a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. 16. 16 you just about get it okay okay you're juggling you're juggling this is good this is good and then as you're doing that you notice in the table appears a maths equation which i'm gonna give you and then also read it says find an equation of the line containing brackets minus four comma five close brackets and perpendicular to the line five x minus three y equals four do an intelligence check. You don't actually have to work this out. <laughs> is, is that a real equation, or did you just yep. put a bunch of mathy? Yeah, that would be right. Really? There's an answer. It's perpendicular to line five x. Roll an intelligence check. We don't have time for you to actually work this out. Yeah, I'm supposed to go in three minutes. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you go like that's fine. It's easy. Obviously, it's five y plus three x equals thirteen. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, whilst you're doing that, can you please do another sleight of hand check? <laughs> another sleight of hand check. You got to keep juggling. 21. 21. You keep juggling. That's good. You say the answer out loud. 5y five, five plus 3x equals 13. And then both the table and the juggling balls, they disappear. And it's replaced. <laughs> both are replaced with one of these carnival-style strength tests. You know, the hammer appears oh, yeah. in your hands. <laughs> and there's a big thing sitting in front of you with a base. Yeah, everything else is fine, but strength? Oh, dear. Can you please do an athletic check? Oh, athletics? Yep. No, it's just as bad. Okay. Eh. 
Five. Five. You go for it. It goes and barely goes <laughs> up. You take uh, 10 psychic damage. It hurts. Oh, fuck. Go again. Okay. Seven. Seven. You take 14 psychic damage. I can manage this twice more if I die. <laughs> it hurts. Arctic Inspiration. Oh, no, never mind. Eight. It's already rolled. Eight. You take nine damage. Nine damage? Nine if, I get damage. Some, if I don't get it right you this time... You can do it! I'm gonna You're die. inspired. Be inspired. <laughs> do you not have any more Bardic Inspiration to give? I've got three more. Are you, are you actually giving Bardic Inspiration? Yeah, I'm giving one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. What is that? Is that plus, plus a D6? A D6. Go on, you can get a higher roll on this one. I believe in you. Can you see that? No, I'm not looking on that page. The two. It's a two. <laughs> Plus. There's any there bulges there. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I, can, I can do the plus D6, but you know. You are lucky, actually. That is four damage. Four damage. I'm still alive. Come on, just roll high. I'm on right. minus one, which doesn't help me. Come on. Oh, for God's sake, eight. Plus, plus a d6. Plus a d6. Oh, the d6 behind. Uh, there you go. Six. Lovely. Fourteen. Six. Fourteen. You just about eh, hit it and it goes. Thank you. It just hit the very top. And you're just, okay, okay, and it puffs away. And another table appears in front of you with another problem on it. This one says, uh, boom, the semicircle of an area 50 pi centimeters is inscribed inside a rectangle. The diameter of the semicircle coincides with the length of the rectangle. Find the area of the rectangle. Please do another intelligence check. Oh, no. We could wear that one out. Intelligence. Uh, do, you, do you feel like like this is something we should be looking for? Natural uh, one. Ray. <laughs> Natural one. You can't That's work fine. it out. Your head hurts. Just, uh, I thought he was really good. smart. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, six, on six, in fact. Oops, it's gone flying. Uh, yep. <sighs> 13 damage. 13, I've still got three points left, no worries. All right, all right. Try and work it out. Go on, you Come got that on, you can do it! Uh, inspired again. That's, that's 18. 18, oh, you're working out. It's obviously 200 square centimeters. The table poofs away, and then under your feet appears a treadmill that's going really, 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 really fast. Oh my lord. Can you please do? Can you please You have do? an inspiration. A dexterity save. Dexterity. Okay, dexterity save. Okay. Uh, there's a dexterity save. Come on. Nine. Use the D6. That's the D6. It's a six. Make oh. it 15. 15. You just about catch yourself. It's, just, it's going really, really fast. Really fast. It goes for like you know, 10, 20 seconds, which feels like 17 minutes as you're exhausted, gasping for breath, and then it disappears. And nothing seems to reappear. 
In front of position five, the absolute mess, uh, a note, or like a piece of paper just sort of appears in front of you, just starts flittering down. You catch it out of the air. It just says, I'm sorry. And then it disappears. And then all of you are released from your clamps. <laughs> a door. You must, you must have solved that really quick, Sihiraeth. I didn't even work out what the puzzle was. A door appears in front of you and just creaks open. And as far as you can discern, it looks like the real world outside. But if you know. have to go, I don't blame you, but you can stick around. It shouldn't be too much longer. No, I've got to go. See you guys next week. Bye. See you soon. Oh, there we go. Cool. I will uh, pick up Cassie out of habit and walk towards <laughs> the door with her. Yeah, you walk over towards the door, you're going through it? I'll just check it. We we do think that this is... Yes? No? Yeah. I shall walk through yeah. it with Cassie. Walk through it with Cassie. It smells like the real world. It looks like the real world. It sounds like the real world. Uh, as you look back, uh, you see that the door you have walked through is, in fact, the same portal that you came through in the first place. Ah, we're out. Well, you guys don't know. They, they know. But you look back and it's it's empty. You could like there's no portal or anything behind you. Take Flora's hand and walk through. You walk through same obviously situation. Okay. I shall scurry through behind them. You scurry through, <laughs> put some middle fingers up <laughs> to the to the prison, and then I'm feeling very unwell at this point. <laughs> the real world, uh, and yes, the the gate sort of just sits there quietly, a little gentle breeze rushing through. Oh, do you uh, need to sit down, Colin? Do I need to? I need to lie down for about six months. That was quite a lot for you to do. I mean, I guess you did pick over Achiever. Yes, because that's what I, th I thought he was asking what I was, not what not not, not what I could prove. Uh, not very well. Oh no, uh, well, I I didn't. I thought that parent would have to be either uh, Flora or Sihiraeth because <laughs> none of none of the three of us are parents, as far as I know. No, I'm definitely not a parent. Yeah, so I, I, I just assumed that, you know, you two had a, had a child in the mix somewhere, and that's, you know... We have a lot of plants. Yeah. You you have a lot of plants? Plants are not children, Sihiraya. <laughs> that's... Plants are everywhere. Yeah. They're not children. When a plant has a seed and it drops in the ground, it's the child of the, the other plant. Yes, but you'd call that a seedling, not a child. Sort <laughs> of either. See, I, I know we've just gotten them out. Are you sure you don't want to just put the put the pit and just toss them back in? I, I can't be doing with this children are plants thing. Can I cast shatter on the the stone gateway? <laughs> You can do, uh, and you just you just cast, it and the stone just cracks through, and then after a second, just collapses in on itself. Uh, there's like a vague sort of spark of magic out. There's a little pulse. Of... I, I hope there weren't any more prisoners in there. Yes, I do hope you haven't released that giant sneak into the world as well. Pretty sure I trapped it. 
Honestly, you get a job as a doorman and then you get trapped in the in the building. <laughs> it did trap us in the cells. So what now? Well, I, I want to go back to the inn and have a rest. You hear Cassie's under the arm, just like I vote for the inn. <laughs> Do you want to have a, a bit of a sit-down before we make the trek, Corin? I, t- I tell you what, Cassie, you can you can walk for a bit, and Corin, I will I will princess lift you up and start I carrying you. Get bottles. <laughs> you have a stumble there, and I'll look after Corin. I think we probably want to go home. Got a lot to catch up on. Where is home now? Yes, might well, I suggest tree... you don't go back to the village full of dismembered bodies? The treehouse is still there. And um, I figure I can tell you about where we can go uh, when we get back to the treehouse. Okay. Uh, I'm just thinking, looking at... Uh, what are you actually, actually uh, is, it, is it evening there? Um, time of day, probably about midday. I... I if I spend a minute or so, I can. Uh, Joe recognizes this one. I can. I can create us somewhere to spend the night. It's only a few hours back to the village, right? Took six no, hours talk. to get here. What are you talking about? From the mountains, it did. So I need to have a. If, if I can have a, a short sit down for a short rest, then I can create us a, a, a building to stay in for the night with with food and with servants and. Is this a marvelous mansion? It is a mighty fortress. <clears throat> oh, interesting. But I need to do a, a short rest first to get some of my spell slots back. Should because I have to. a thing which. Um, if you I, can it's, be carried, it's only a couple hours. We'll get back to the treehouse. You're welcome to come. It is it only a couple of hours from where we are to. Yeah. All right, then. I was quite looking forward to that nine course meal. <laughs> when, when we get there, I'm sure that treehouse isn't built for, you know, all of us. So they can they can stay in their treehouse and we'll we'll go in your nice fortress. In that case, that's fine because I can I can rest I can do my short rest while I'm being carried. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> you you just have a little kip there. It's a very long and quiet, exhausted trip, you know. Uh, Flora and Ray holding hands, evidently. Um, Ava holding Corin, <laughs> and uh, Cassie's just sort of like. You know, gently drinking and going behind. You're all absolutely tired. And eventually you do get back to the grove. Um, I know there would be you know, the scene. We'll sort of, for a bit of brevity, uh, you would create this gigantic fortress. You know, it just appears in the behind the grove in the forest very unnecessarily. Um, and you would spend a bit of time here, spend the night there. It's got a hundred servants. It's got towers and bedrooms and exactly. nine course meal and all show. It's a nice evening. Just resting up. Generally, I mean, uh, uh, the you know, Eva, uh, you'd be used to the big fortress appearing out of nowhere. Um, and if there's any like finalizing things you'd like to do, obviously within this time, you know, I, I'm also assuming you catch up, Flora, with everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a, you know a close, maybe the morning after you've all slept, long rests, got over whatever the hell that was yesterday. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, for you guys, I guess that's 
I don't know. I'm guessing you want to stay in this world. I don't know. Open offer to come with us. Well, so, so you you said that in this other world, which is doing fine on its own, you said there was a chaos god and dragons. More of these dragoons, right? Yeah, we're going to fix that. Right, and that's going to be easy, or sure, yeah, totally, totally easy, yeah. We already have a, one of the dragons on our side. That's a lying face. <laughs> Insight. <laughs> got plus 15 deception and only Flora's yes. just like... I mean, I'm just going to go to to Flora. <laughs> she knows you. Minus 15. <laughs> what do you think, Corrin? I, I quite like it here for the moment, I think. I have enough trouble with the, the problems I know about. I'm, I'm sure this won't be the last time we see you. If, if we can get there, we can I mean, get if there. If you need our help, of course. Uh, we're always in need to help. I'm going to go do my uh, heroic pose again. Heroic pose again. Eight. Yeah. I just want you to know I'm interpreting these as JoJo poses. And that's mm. why you have to make a check. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a, yeah, it's a naff one. You mentioned that uh, we'd need something from this place to go there. Yeah. Uh, and that you had plenty. Mm-hmm. Should, yeah. should you... If, will you have a way of contacting us if you need to get in touch, if you go and we stay? Um, I can kind of contact here, but it risks breaking my brain for a whole day if I try. So I'd rather not if I don't have to. Uh, we're here if you need us, but if you leave a small object from your other world, we can... Get there if we need to. I can do the same stuff. We'll, maybe we'll fancy a holiday or or, or something. A holiday okay, somewhere um, with chaos gods and, and and large dragons trying to destroy the yeah. world. After it's fixed, <laughs> well, right? Yeah. Once once they fixed it. Oh, oh yes, yes. Once they fixed it, I'm quite happy to go there and do heroic things. A magic item from world. Mm-hmm. Leave something behind. Oh, but I just I just got this, Alex. I just got it. You don't have to if you don't want to. You it know, doesn't have to magic, does it? Does, mm -hmm. does it have to be magic? Mm -hmm. oh. All right, here. You know, if you if you I just, just if you hmm? if you if you don't want to, that's fine. You know, we'll we'll stay here. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I should give him that point. <laughs> I'm going to anyway. Here's an ever-smoking bottle. I got it from a very um, interesting city <laughs> in uh, from from the other world. What does it do? It 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 just lets us go go there with the spell. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can swap you my my goo my my goggles of uh, object reading. I mean, I won't say no. <laughs> like they'll help you when you're trying to read uh, things to uh, Arcana. Is that, is that okay with you, Alex? I mean, I can't technically stop you. <laughs> Free magic! <laughs> things get lost in, in transit. Like, yeah. <laughs> Here's an ever-smoking bottle. And you get, you have a goggles of object reading. I'm going to add an ever-smoking bottle. 
the morning comes to uh, it's quite a bright morning the warmth of the sun coming down uh, you know you finish off some breakfast uh, and then I'm sure you know the three of the wanderers uh, wander away into the distance as uh, Flora and Ray are left for one final spell after you've collected all your you know all your stuff and she's got some of her clothes and things like that. Oh, let's bring some of our favorite mushrooms from here as well, because they don't have anything nearly as interesting. <laughs> just like out of a bag, it's just like, I already got them. What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> that's fair. All right. Um, this is going to take six hours to cast. Um, that's fine. But We've got time to also, talk. like a little bit of a show and tell of what's going on over there anyway. You can peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Um. So in terms of the peek behind the curtain, you're, you sort of half appear in the in the world? No, so it's like watching a movie of, of, I think it's of the general area in which the item that I'm using as the focus of the spell was created. Okay, so what are you using as the item? <laughs> Hang on, wait, let me just double check something. Didn't you get the ever-smoking bottle from the Triton Sea? Yeah. <laughs> so if we use it, we just drown. <laughs> oh, dear. That's going to go badly. Can someone make a note of the fact that that's from the Triton Kingdom? So we all forget, and that, that is very necessary. I don't know to notice. Just the pressure turns us inside out, and we also drown. Just edit the, the name of it. So what else were you using? Um, so I, w I wanted to ask I have two options here but I want clarification on this one so the staff Ray's staff of the reclaimed was initially created here in Favel but it was recrafted um, in Quartzia so I okay. don't know if that counts as uh, making it, it again it counts enough for me like there's okay. elements of it so it'll be fine uh, you wouldn't be able to use it to get back to Favel, but you can use it to get to... Yeah, yeah. I have other stuff yeah. I can get. So you see Quartier, like, from a, like a nice uh, above distance. And in the distance, you can see Veluna. Just this glow of flames in the city. Uh, you probably catch it as, you know, two dragons uh, fly away in the distance. One green, one red. Uh, you hear this roaring as the city's just on fire. Your six hours are basically, like, that's what you see as things are calming down as everyone else was, like, finding everyone. It's kind of those uh, those sort of six hours. You'll appear, I mean, it won't, that's not exactly perfect, but you'll appear basically where we ended the night. Cool. Uh, or the, the nine hours of travel, so a bit before that, but you'll get into the city, basically, where we ended the last night. So, that's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, great. Uh, six hours of just watching terror yeah. unfold on the city. Or it's just like, nice. that doesn't seem good. <laughs> No, I was supposed to be there to help protect from that. That will be where we Back. end up that episode. A little bit over, but honestly, pretty well timed. Mm -hmm. Not too bad. Not too bad. The recording of this half is two hours and five minutes, so... Hey, look at that. I can't, I can't believe you've given us that, that ever smoking bowl, knowing that if we, if we go there to try and help you, we will be, A, immediately killed upon going there. And even if we survive... We have no way of leaving that area because of the wall of storms. <laughs> the alternative the alternative was um, my cloak of protection, which would have put you in that city in like the coldest ass crack of of um the of gel. 
I give me better still. <laughs> arguably better, but yeah, and oh, all, or 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 the stone of of the the healing stone thing. That would probably just leave the lifestone. <laughs> Sorry, the true cut stones. Which yes. one you left there? That was the lifestone, wouldn't it? Just leave the lifestone. Yeah, that's and fine. Then they can totally appear fine. in space. Yeah, and also possibly putting like a target on their back for the chaos god. Fine. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, mass murder. That was fun. <laughs> uh, because of the time overflow and all that, I believe it's time for some awkward waves. It's a, it's a nice Ooh. round ending. It's not quite as awkward as usual. Yeah. 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 I'm just a little confused this time. That's I fine. didn't quite. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Hi. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dice Breakers. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in this episode. For more information, look in the description. And a big thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DiceBreakersDnd and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DiceBreakersDnd. And make sure to come back to hear the next part of this epic journey. I'll see you then. <laughs>